Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Bottom Line. Weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Austin Sports Talk Leader. AM 1300 The Zone. Oh yeah, baby! Let's go! It's the dawn of a new day in the greatest city in America. Greatest college town in America. Austin, Texas, baby. Love our college students. Uh-huh. Of course, they never leave. Why would they? It's Austin, Texas, baby. It's Austin, Look Texas. who's back. Hey. It's our global traveler, Salty Sweeney. She's been in Amsterdam. Hello. London. Hmm. Edinburgh. Oh. Saw Hamilton. So you should probably be one of those young ladies. Uh-oh. That's, oh, I didn't go to uh, Ireland hard. Oh, we dang got, it. We got accents. Oh, I got to practice those. I, we got, I thought you'd miss those. We got I hard. thought you'd <laughs> miss those. It's funny. I, I felt like I heard you everywhere. That's Hey, I was everywhere. I was. Yeah, Did what, you use your iHeart app? <laughs> what, country, <laughs> what country was that you were just doing? Uh, that was Swedish. Swedish? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Anytime we can get hard to do <laughs> international dialect, it's a great day. We're off to a great start. <laughs> Free for all football Friday, and Harge is taking us around the world. Yeah, I wanted, you know, Shannon was up, went all around the world, and so I decided I wanted to join. Remember that show, Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous? With yes, Robin, Robin Leach. Yeah, you need to be the new Robin Leach. I am. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's good. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Oh man, <laughs> was there any more '80s show than that? Oh man, it was so flamboyant. It was just, it's like. Remember Dynasty in Dallas? Oh yeah, big hair. 80s. That's what I'm saying. Big hair, and and Robin Leach was perfect because he always showed us that extravagant side of people. And I wonder if some of those people were on broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. They were having some crazy, crazy thing. Crazy, crazy. Yeah. Um, welcome back, Shannon. Glad to see you. Thank you. Are you glad to be back, Shannon? Yeah, it's. It Are was a lying? family trip, so <laughs> yeah. it's that's a lot of family okay. for right. that amount of time. It's good to be with other people. Mom, dad, sister? Yep. Anyone else? No. Okay. Cool. Family trip. Family say, trip. Say no more. Say no more. Um, Free for All Football Friday. Today, we're going to be reliving some of the headlines that uh, Shannon missed. Oh, my goodness. And, like the fact that... Uh, Nick Foles oh has had more NFL merchandise sold from March to May than any player in the NFL. This whole Nick Foles love fest has just got to stop. You kidding me? Edged out Tom Brady. Who? And Carson Wentz, of all people. Who? Oh, yeah. Nick Foles. Tom Brady? Big Nick Foles. Oh my um, god. <laughs> oh my god. Big Nick Foles. It's been a crazy career. If any of y'all know my career path, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And now look at him. Sitting on top of the world. Uh Tiger Woods is on the golf course right now. Yes. At the open championship. Yes. And guess what? Rory McElroy. No. Roars. Roars is making a move today. 
in this blustery, wet mess of a day over there at Carnoustie. Carnastie, they're calling it. Although it's going to get better. Yesterday, it looked like the fairways, like the sprinklers had broken on the course. And they hadn't been watered in months. It looked like a goat ranch. <laughs> Today it rained. Today it's raining. So the course kind of looks green. Well, some of the balls that were landing yesterday were rolling 40, 50, 60 yards past wherever they land. Today, it's landing and it's stopping. So so guys are scoring. Yeah. Like it. Like it. People wondered if having a late tee time today would be beneficial. A disadvantage because yesterday the late rounds struggled. Kevin Kisner went out early yesterday, got to five under. But as the course dried out and hardened up, scores were not as good. So we'll keep you posted. I mean, Tiger Woods is hitting it all over the place right now. Well, I mean, you he's know. hitting it into spectators a lot. He's got to right get now. his Beyonce on to the left, <laughs> to the left, <laughs> to the left, because he has gone way right almost <laughs> off every tee. Yeah, he's he, struggling, but. It's early. It's early for T Woods. You know my glutes are shutting off. They don't activate. Yesterday they were activated for an even par. Well, he just hit that ball left of Stalin. Okay. Well, well I mean, you know. So we'll see. Tiger Woods was it even par? Yep. And uh, Rory McIlroy minus four. Rory, watch out. That's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So what's going on, Chip? Hey man. So today. We're going to reassess yes. our Big 12 picks. So we made picks before Big 12 football media days, but we reserved the right after hearing from the coaches and players of all 10 teams to decide if we like our picks or not. Did you take down the picks from the wall? Yeah, I got mine. These are mine. Yeah, but we had them up on the wall where I could see them. Yeah, you could see them. I'll show them to you again. Oh. You're going to put them back up on the wall? Yeah, man. Good I heavens. Are you selfish? I'm just, well, I'm just trying to see what I see, bro. I mean, you know. I'm seeing what I see. I can't see nothing. There you go. You can see Vegas. What does Vegas say, <laughs> dog? I can see Vegas. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll do that. And I'm, I just, uh, I just hold hard. Sarah Klein, the, uh, the first woman to speak. Of the Larry Nasser survivors on the ESPYs. Uh, all the Larry Nasser survivors received the ESPY, the Arthur Ashe Award for Courage. And I sent out a tweet saying how absolutely powerful their um, presence, their speech, and just their bravery was. Mm -hmm. And she responded to me on Twitter. Nice. So I, I kind of kind of moved me her twitter says mother lawyer survivor victim advocate sarah g klein man so uh that was really something if if you miss the sbs they replay it about 10 hundred times yeah because it was slow slow sports slow sports right it's the slowest sports day of the year yep every year it's typically after the all-star game in baseball so it's the the dead day <clears throat> and the Jim Kelly, uh, Jimmy V Award, the the survivors of Larry Nasser, 
It was powerful this year. And Nick Foles. Are you kidding me? Nick Foles oh. won the ESPY for best championship performance. Foles in an option. And Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield. Yeah. yeah let's not forget Lake that. Lake Travis's own. Now, some people came up to me and said, why are you talking about Baker Mayfield, man? What, what, what's going on, man? Why are you giving him some love for that SB when he's talking about he grew up loving OU, living in Austin? Hey, shake it off. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people that live in Austin that didn't go to UT. It's all right. Yeah. Baker Mayfield's a ball. I mean, I don't know why they're here, but... <laughs> I mean, if Harge can even digest some respect for Baker Mayfield. It's just that the fact of the matter is the kid balled out, period. In the conversation, I don't care if he was wearing any other color. Zebra stripes. I mean, are you kidding me? Baker Mayfield, two-time walk-on turn Heisman Trophy winner. Who can't get behind that story? I mean, Harge is getting all choked up over here. It's moving me. The guy is just... It's moving me. He's just he's crippled. <laughs> with uh, emotion right now. It's driving me crazy, man. So, craziest thing ever? Baker Mayfield. Espy. <laughs> yep. What was his Espy for? Clutch performance. Clutch. Or playoff performance. Some College athlete, something. Yeah. Best college athlete. Something. He got it. I love how Harge just starts throwing out nonsense. Oh, that's part of the nonsense. I mean, it's I mean, like, uh, yeah. Other awards that. roll together. Best you know? college athlete. There was a bunch of college athletes that were best. <laughs> he was the bestest, though. He, he was, was the bestest. Oh, my heavens. <laughs> All right, so lots being made today about Jimmy Garoppolo going to dinner with a porn star. Jimmy Garoppolo. How you feel about that? And apparently she's 41. So what is he? Is he getting his cougar complex? Is he? Stifler's mom, man. Stifler's mom? Stifler's mom. Is he? He's got the. Uh, he's got. Hey, he's, got man, to, he's got to work that out. He's mature. His. Uh, he's. Hey, he's wise beyond his years. His milf desires or something. Oh my goodness. What what's going on there, Harge? Explain this to me. You um, are you're the pretty boy. Hey, listen, not Jimmy Garoppolo, pretty, and uh, looking at her. He did all right for himself. Maybe oh, he was out there practicing or here something. Here we go. Maybe he was coming back from practice. We talking about practice. He's taking some batting practice? Yeah. Swing. About, about, about. He's getting his bat in his hands? Yeah. Man, what? I mean, I... Shut up, Chia. <laughs> yeah. What's her name? Uh, Kia Mia. Kiara Mia. Is that a real name? Uh, well, that's the name. That sounds like Cinnamon on stage five. <laughs> that's, that's the name I got her at. Kia Mia? Kiara Mia. Kiara Mia. She's. Is yeah. this something... Anyone should pay attention to? No. Why Clay, does Clay it matter? Travis was going off on uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's decision-making, and he questions everything about Jimmy Garoppolo now. Why? It's, he said— Because if she was a regular model like Giselle, it would be okay? He, he said he should have kept her under wraps, kept you know brought her in the back door of his hotel room or whatever and never— You remember Gronk had a girl— uh, Public with it. You know— Gronk did it. Yeah, but that's Gronk. Oh. He ain't a quarterback. Oh, man. He ain't a quarterback. Stuff ever. Yeah, man. Quarterbacks, man. They got to make extra better special decisions. Okay. Okay. Gronk. You still don't want him on your team? Gronk party cruise. Gronk party cruise. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. One of the events on the Gronk party cruise is him trying to break a balloon between the backside of a woman and the front side of him. 
Oh, my goodness. So this is like one of the special events on the Gronk party cruise. I'm going to go ahead and pass. I'm just telling you. That's I, a fact. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm not doubting you. All right. Look, I mean, we're off to a roaring start here. <laughs> Rory. Um, all right. We're going we're gonna to take a second look at the Big 12. Where do we have Texas? Does Homer Harge think more highly or low, lower of Texas? Mm. We're going to find out. Interesting. Next, right here on the bottom line, brought to you by Cover Quite the shakeup in Harge and Mai's impression of the Big 12. This is going to be a wild and woolly year in the Big 12. Wild and woolly. And I I think I'm going to uh, surprise some people here with uh, who I have in the Big 12 championship game, and it's not Texas. Are you ready to get into this, Arch? Let's start. Okay. I'm just going to come right out and say it. Okay. You're going to come right out and say what? I'm going to come right out and what? say I think it's OU. You know what? <laughs> Tease it. Tease it. I'm going to come right out and say it's going to be TCU and Iowa State in the Big 12 championship game. Uh-oh. Okay? You with me? I'm not sure I'm with you. Okay, what but uh, but I do but I do believe that Iowa State is better than what people think. I think they're what what does Vegas have them at? Six and a half games? Over. Over. I had them at seven. I had them at seven. You had them at seven. I'm drinking their Kool-Aid, man. You drinking it? I'm drinking their Kool-Aid. Now, Big 12 championship, I still. See, <clears throat> before we get into this all the way, understand, this is the most wide open that I have seen this. And you've been covering this a lot longer than me being just on the other side of it. This is the most wide open I've seen this conference in a very, very long time. And we all can agree that Oklahoma is listed number one by default. I mean, they have, they are the champs. They have been doing it and doing it and doing it well. You know what I'm saying? So you look at what they're doing and you're saying, okay, uh, there's nothing convincing you though, right? There's nothing that's glaring at you to say they are going to win it outright. There's nothing. Then you look at Iowa State, a team on the come. They've got their quarterback. They've got their coach. Their team is bought in to what they're doing in Ames, Iowa. Matt Campbell's a star, man. Matt Campbell's a star, and, and he his, gets his player to believe in him. His defensive coordinator, John Heacock, his linebacker coach, Tyson Bite, yeah, who turned Joel Lanning into a tackle machine last year. There's just a lot to like about what Matt Campbell is what he surrounded himself with and what he's doing. Now, he'll he'll tell you. I, I talked to Matt Campbell at length about Kyle Kempt, and Kyle Kempt is an amazing story. We haven't really gone into him enough. He was out of football four and a half years. Yep. He was out of football four and a half years, folks. Not playing. Not playing. I yeah. mean, transferring, moving schools, waiting. Sitting out. Sitting out yeah. four and a half years. 
He's mature. And then he, his first game action is against OU, and he takes down the Sooners and then takes down TCU. Yeah. And if you see him, he's a slight fella. You know, he's tall, but you're not looking at him and saying, man, that is a prototype. You're look, You're like, this is the quarterback? You know? It's it's, but I like I like the direction that they're going in. Um, obviously, we're away from that 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 part of it, but I wouldn't be surprised, Chip. I would not be surprised, but I will go over that six and a half, and I might even put them at eight. I will put them at eight. So, I got them at I had them at seven. I'm gonna go up. I'm gonna go up to eight. Okay. All right. So who do you have in the Big 12 title game? I said TCU and Iowa State. Yeah, I got you. I wouldn't be surprised if it's TCU and Oklahoma again. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised by that at all. Is that what you're predicting? Yeah, I'll go with that. Let's just go with that. All right. Harge says OU, TCU. And the reason why I'm with TCU is everybody keeps thinking – Oh, they lost their quarterback. And Listen, every person that I talked to at Big 12 Media Days, they were like, they won 11 games despite Kenny Hill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The thrill is gone, and it might be the best thing that happened to them. So, Sean Robinson is going to be a very nice player in this Big 12. He could be elite, but He's got to get on. He's got to get on the field. He's got to get on the field and get those reps. And I think he has been doing that. Now everybody will tell you that no one has a job yet, but they brought Sean Robinson to Big Twelve Media Day for a reason, and he had to face the the questions. And I think he handled them very well. I think he's mature, and I think he understands what he's up against. And Gary Patterson, let's not forget about Gary Patterson. He. Is a as as direct as they come. He is as direct as they come, and he's got those guys buying in. And he's already thought he's already been working on the game plans. That soon as that was over, no question. He was like, I don't want to be here. I want to be watching film. But he was he was open. He was honest, and he was letting you know exactly how he felt. And those are the those are the guys. Because he's done it for so long. And again, until Texas can beat OU and TCU, then we'll see what's happening here at the 40 Acres. Because TCU has owned them. TCU has owned the University of Texas. And I hate hate hearing that. Let's go to the phones. We'll talk to Dan Neal coming up to get his thoughts. Uh, Let's grab Chris. Chris, what's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. I got two questions. So last year with the offensive line being hurt and, uh, you know, you had Shackleford always, you know, hurt. Uh, you had uh, Rodriguez out for the season, early in the season. Uh, so do you think do you think that was Bex? Was this play calling affected? I mean, it probably was affected by the, the then offensive line. And this year, I mean, we already got that guy. What's his name? Gandy Gundy. That kid went out. Uh, oh, uh, for, uh, Mikey Grandy. Discussion. Yeah, yeah. So he's gone. So there goes another lineman out for the for the season. You know, do you think it's going to affect his play calling this year? If he has a uh, a healthy line or a line that give a good push, and then also, 
Now the way they now the way uh, Herman calls or likes his his offense called is uh, with a moving run uh, moving quarterback. And just like last year, both quarterbacks ended up getting hurt. So more than likely, do you think that one of the freshmen is going to play either Cameron Rising or, or Thompson? All right, good questions, Chris. We will answer those on the other side. Um, we'll do that right here on the bottom line, brought to you by Cover 3. Oh, yeah, baby. All right, real quickly, what Chris uh, asked about whether the play calling should improve with uh, a little better offensive line. Uh, and do we think that the young quarterbacks will play this year? I, I think the young quarterbacks will play, especially with the new redshirt rule. They can play in four games and still maintain uh, that redshirt. And the offensive play calling should be better. I don't think it'll be Tim Beck, though. I think it'll be Tom Herman. Let's go to the hotline and bring on All-American at the University of Texas, two-time Super Bowl winner. Uh, an all-around great guy with great TV hair, Dan Neal. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing good this morning. How you guys doing? Dan, we just got back from Big 12 Football Media Days, and Harge and I have sort of recalibrated. We're going to get to Texas here in a minute. But, um, you know, I guess your your thoughts after you've had the chance to hear from, you know, Tom Herman, Brecken Hager, the players about – where you think this Texas team is uh, mentally, physically, you know, heading into fall camp with a wicked September schedule that includes a road game to Maryland, home games against USC and TCU, a road trip to K-State all in the month of September. Yeah, they, they have a tough schedule early. You know, really, it's interesting, as you just mentioned about uh, the, the red shirt rule, you can play four games now, it's still a red shirt. You look at that and say, okay, well, what are, when is there a game these young guys can play in early? There's really not one. I mean, you have Tulsa. That's it. Everybody else is a pretty damn you know, good opponent, and Tulsa's you know, not terrible. So they do have a good schedule uh, for the fans, and I think for the players. Uh, you'd like to see those kind of schedules. Now, as far as your question about where this team is, um, I think it's the best this team has been going into a season in a long time. I, I feel like that the work that these guys have been putting in, uh, the, you know, I, I guess the the, 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 the teamwork, the way the guys have been working for each other. It, I think what Tom Herman tried to get instituted last year, the attitude, I think stuck. And I think these guys finally get it. And I think they're finally realizing if we play for each other and we put in the work now, we will have the results of the championship, you know, at the end of the season or at some point soon. I think they believe it. So I feel like this team's in a position to be a pretty good football team next year. We're talking to Dan Neal, and, and Dan, you touched on it. You know, we've talked to Tom at Big 12 Media Days, and, and Chip asked him the question, when did you know that, your t- your culture was locked in, and the guys were buying into you. And he ma- he he said it was because of one of the freshmen that that he recruited was a high maintenance freshman, and he came in and put the work in. But my question to that is: Is everyone bought in, and is this ship going in the right direction? You know, obviously, Mike. We don't know. We're not in the locker right. room. But from what I I hear, I think so. I think everybody has bought in, and that's exactly what Tom mentioned, the freshman. Because what will happen is these young guys come in, 
And they, I usually, the analogy all the time, you know, water finds the path of least resistance. They come in and they find, they, some of them are looking for the easy way. And then they'll look at an older guy that's doing it, the, you know, taking you know, shortcuts, trying to do it the easy way, and they'll follow that immediately. But when you come in and all the older guys are doing it the right way and no one's taking the easy way and there's no option, there is no easy way, then they buy in, then you got it. Yeah. That's when you got the culture you've been trying to strive for. And I think that's why Tom made that example. And I hear that they, they've got that. Dan, I wanted to ask you, too, about the loss of Michael, Mikey Grandy. Um, obviously he hadn't been here that long and he hadn't had a chance to really make an impact because of the injury. Do you think that they're going to end up finding somebody else to fill that void of that position uh, quickly? They're going to have to, huh? Well, yeah. I mean, I think up front they, they have, you know, some bodies now, and they hadn't in the past. You know, so I think that... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Obviously, Grady wasn't a starter, and so it's not, you know, a situation where you, oh, gosh, we got this huge problem there. Right. Uh, you know, it's a guy that you hope maybe filled in somewhere, but if he doesn't, I think they can find somebody else. As I mentioned, I, you know, after that spring game, I was really excited with some of the people they have up front, and I think that, you know, with her hands continued work, they're going to be they're gonna be able to, you know, get some things done on offense. Yeah, Dan, touch on that a little bit, because obviously offensive line and quarterback are the two biggest questions on the team, along with punter. Um, but what did you see uh, up front that made you think, okay, Herb Hand, I, I see some stuff happening here that is is better than last year. Oh, absolutely. You know, if you watch a spring game, it's not like that they ran the ball all that well. Uh, and so you look at it statistically-wise and say, well, I don't see any difference. But if you watch the game night and day, they, they understand what they're trying to do, get done on zone blocking, which is something you've heard me kind of complain about for years, that they just can't do it. That they finally look like they know what they're doing. They also look like they know what they're doing on pass blocking and working together. And that's, I guess that's the key. They're finally looking like they know how to work together. Uh, it seemed like last year at times it was five individuals out there, and you can't have that. you got to have five guys at least one unit always working together, and you almost never want to see anybody by themselves. You want to you try to minimize any one-on-one in run and pass blocking. And that's how you do, to do that, you have to work together. So I think you see that coming together for them up front. Dan, last thing. This new redshirt rule is a radical departure from the past. You can play in four games now and still maintain your redshirt. It used to be if you played one snap, your redshirt was gone. Uh, how do you think that impacts college football? I don't know. I like it, but I don't know because my only concern is what that tells me is now these coaches are going to be all looking for four easy games where they can get all their guys out there, find out what they have, and then that way when they go into a conference schedule, they know what they have and they, they've got the guys they want playing. Uh, they don't want a chance losing a game early, therefore you don't want to play a really tough team and throw a bunch of freshmen out there. 
And I, and I hate that about college football when they play bad teams early. So I'm afraid we may see more of that. Uh, that could be the negative side of this. The positive, obviously, is, you know, as fans, we're going to get to find out about the, you know, I always laugh about recruiting. You know, everyone goes to recruiting. But when we don't hear from these guys for a couple of years now, it looks like we'll be hearing from a lot of them year one. You kind of get an idea of what we have. Dan Neal, breaking it down. The man. Hey, Dan, great stuff, my man. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Y'all do the same. All right, Dan Neal. It's the bottom line. And uh, I'm going to ask Arch what the hell he's thinking and does he care <laughs> about Jimmy Garoppolo and some 41-year-old porn star. It's next right here on the bottom line brought to you by Cover 3. All right, we have gone to Big 12 Football Media Days. Arch and I have reassessed. And I'm saying the Big 12 title game will be TCU and Iowa State. Hard just saying it'll be OU and TCU. Um, we'll get back to that in the 7 o'clock hour. Um, Hard, you ready for a little do you care? You know it. Because I got to ask you this, my man. Okay. I mean, okay. the whole social media world is on fire. Like with kerosene <laughs> over Jimmy Garoppolo going out on a date in public with 41-year-old adult film star Kia Mia. Well, here's the deal. Do you no. care? Oh, I don't care. Who do? Or are I, you just applauding the man? I, no, I, I'm not applauding. I'm not applauding. He just got. I mean, he's don't got marry some, the stripper, but he, he's got. Can he's you got, go out on a date with the stripper? <laughs> he's got a lot of challenges ahead of him before that happens. He's de- he's definitely I mean, not. Clay Travis is questioning every decision Jimmy Garoppolo will ever make for the rest of his life over this. And people are questioning Clay Travis for being Clay <laughs> Travis. So you know, it is what it is. And I have no 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 ill will towards Clay, but I'm just saying. We always are worried about other people's business. And, I, yeah, he's the CEO. How many CEOs do you know? Well, you don't know him personally, but have you seen that have been out on dates with other people? Have I, I don't care. Just go play football. I don't care about his personal life. If it's not affected, like what did, what did Sean used to say? If it, you know, whatever floats your boat and doesn't no, sink mine. mine. I don't care. He might be going crazy because he's a he was a San Fran uh, fan, so he would have a problem. But here's the deal: as long as he's out there playing football and he's making things happen, it does not matter. Is he not allowed to go to dinner? Is he not allowed to go out with a woman? No, you know. There's a lot of skeletons. There's a lot of skeletons out there. Don't worry about what this man is doing. dating a porn star. Oh yeah, and the quarterback of your football team dating a porn star. Different. He's not what, what and perception can become reality in these situations. Now, he ain't married to her. No, he ain't. It, he might be done with right. her might. by the by training camp. Maybe they're good childhood buddies. I yeah, don't know. Maybe they went to school together. Yeah. I mean, she is 41. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe they didn't go to school. <laughs> maybe together. that was his teacher. Unless she went back to get her <laughs> GED or something. I don't know. Shut the <laughs> up, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Chip, let me ask you. Yes, what? Do you care that the Thunder have traded Carmelo Anthony to the Atlanta Hawks for Dennis Schroeder? I like his his hairstyle. But uh, here's the deal. I don't think Melo plays with anybody this year. Do you care? He'll play with somebody. He he loves that money. Um, In fact, the hot rumor is that uh, he'll become a free agent and possibly go to the Houston Rockets. Yeah, with his buddy Chris Paul. Now, I've said for years one of the worst decisions in the history of the NBA was 
the Rockets bringing in Charles Barkley because it took points away from Akeem Olajuwon in the low post, and it, it didn't help them at all. If anything, it it weakened the right. Rockets. Be careful where you add Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> now, if you're getting the the mellow Carmelo, where it's not all like he just wants a ring, and it's not all about him, and he's not the world class ball stopper he's been his whole life. Okay, but careful, Rockets. Careful. careful. Tread carefully. All right, uh, Harge, um, due to the high demand for Texas USC, there are no more general public single game tickets for sale. Do you care? That's a setup. <laughs> they want all, you got to buy all tickets. You just can't buy the USC game. I, I got mine. So I'm cool. Oh well, goody <laughs> goody for you. What about the what about the folks out there now who gotta try and scramble for a ticket? Uh, well, I mean, go to Ticket City. Yeah, uh, Ticket City, Ticket City got you. StubHub, Victory okay. Tickets. I mean, right. you're gonna get some tickets. But the thing about it is, you knew that this game was on the schedule. You should have reacted earlier. You should have reacted earlier. This this schedule has been set for a while. Now you're scrambling, and I it'll it's sold out basically. It'll still be sold out. Yeah. Yeah. Should be. Yeah. These are iconic programs. This is a helmet game. This is a helmet. Come on, man. Yeah. Kidding me? All right. We will uh, further explain our new thoughts about the Big 12. I say the Big 12 title game will be TCU and Iowa State. Harge says it'll be OU and TCU. We'll tell you where we think Texas is after hearing from the Longhorns up close and personal Big 12 football media days this week. We'll do it next. Salty Sweeney's back. Welcome back, Salty. It's the bottom line. Brought to you by the best brunch in Austin. Cover three. Life happens for those that show up, and we're glad you showed up with us on a free-for-all football Friday. Chip Brown, Shannon B. Sweeney, back in the house. Salty. It's the bottom line brought to you by Cover 3 on AM 1300 The Zone. And uh, we're sitting here trying to figure out what a Big 12 picks are going to be like, if we're going to change some. And every time you look at it, it seems to change because you start playing these games with yourself. And that's why these the, the games can't get here fast enough. Let's just say that because then it's all over with. But there's a lot going on. There's a lot that you can look at and see. And after being at in Arlington at the Star, and you would – by the way, Shannon, you would love the Star. I'm, I'm just going to tell you that. I'll give you more later on. But it is uh, – it's a wide-open race, Chip. It is a wide-open race. And you look at what those coaches were saying and how those players were looking and reacting. And some people were fierce and ready to go. Like, talking to Brecken Hager was so refreshing because his eyes didn't lie to me. He, was, he, he wanted to tackle somebody right then and there. And he said it perfect. I love this university. I love it. And that makes a big deal, man. That's a big deal because people around him, he's going to make sure that they love it just as much as he is, as much as he does. And then you look at some of the other schools that we talk to and you you listening to what they're saying. Oklahoma, they're saying they don't know who their quarterback is. We all know. We think we know anyway. At least I think I know. But then what about the defense? What about their defense? Is their defense going to set the table? But then you go to Gary Patterson. Patterson was the most confident person I'd 
been around in a very, very long time. Everybody's got confidence, but he has the swag to back it up. Well, when Gary likes his team, and yeah. he, you can tell he likes his team, yeah, that usually means trouble. For I mean, when he's else. on edge, you, I mean, he, he, he can't hide. Yeah, his feelings, which I like about Gary. Yeah, I mean, he wears it on his sleeve. He wears it so. And all that superstition, man. (laughs) I had no idea to the lengths that he goes. Right. I mean, the the 70s and 80s music that he makes his players listen to before practice. That Ben Bonagu is like, I kind of like it. Everyone else hates it. (laughs) He goes, but, you know, now you get used to it. He goes, and suddenly you got all these brothers knowing the words to (laughs) Come on Eileen by Dexy's Midnight Runners. I mean, it was funny. Yeah. But, no, Harge, we're getting into it, and I thought it would be OU-TCU in the Big 12 title game before right. Big 12 media days. Now I'm saying TCU-Iowa State. I think Matt Campbell and John Heacock are that good. I think Kyle Kempt is that good. And he's just got that blue-collar mentality throughout his whole team. Kyle Kemp waited four and a half years to play. That is that is amazing to me. David Montgomery is, my gosh, you can see the chip on his shoulder from space. Yep. I mean, that guy. And he's an Eagle Scout. I mean, I'm like, what is going on? Where does Iowa State find these <laughs> overachieving players? Uh, Joel Lanning is gone, and that's my biggest concern. Joel Lanning, who I thought, what are they doing? Joel Lanning... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That guy was a decent quarterback. What are they doing moving him to linebacker? And he ends up leading the, leading the whole Big 12 yeah. in tackles. And he came in and played goal line offense. And played goal line offense. I mean, this Iowa State coaching staff so impressed me last year with what they did on defense. John Heacock, that 3-8 cloud. Uh, that defense is what Todd Orlando looked at. And then made the adjustment to the lightning dime package. So I'm just impressed. And I think that Kyle Kempt is going to make a big difference. I think they still have talent at the receiver position. Uh, even though they lose Lazard, I, I, I like their receivers. And I think David Montgomery is legit. Yeah. So well, he's on the Doak Walker watch list. Well, uh, big 12 has uh, six guys on the Doak Walker watch list and one and of them watch happened to be I know, I know it doesn't mean anything but he he was one of the top running backs in the nation last year so it means a little bit when it comes to him right I mean I just look at the film now yeah. I love Darius Anderson at TCU yeah that's another reason I'm picking TCU to go to the big 12 title game against Iowa State and they still got Kevante Lumpkin here oh my gosh yeah I mean Kevante Turpin Turpin I mean Turpin and yeah. And Jalen Rager. Right. Jalen Austin. Right. They got playmakers. They got playmakers. Yeah. You know, Tom Herman was asked about elite stars. How much elite how many elite stars do you have? TCU's got elite stars. 
explosive. Yeah. Make plays. And I think Sean Robinson is going to be legit. He's been waiting his time. Yep. He, he knows the Sonny Cumbie system. He read, well, he didn't register, but he, you know, he learned under Kenny Hill and Sonny Cumbie last year. I think he's ready. Yep. He so, looked ready. He looked in great shape and looked like he's ready to play football. And then, Hard, you got to look at the schedule. And I'll let you make your argument here in a second. But the, the schedule. So Iowa State gets OU in Ames in the third game of the season. Now, I think OU is going to smash Florida Atlantic and UCLA. Smash them. And I think OU is going to have a really good sense of security going to Ames, Iowa in the third game of the season. And I think Iowa State ambushes them. And I know that that's like, well, it can't ambush them. Iowa State upset them in Norman last year. But I think under Kyler Murray or even Austin Kendall at quarterback, that's the game where they realize, oh, my gosh, we don't have the leadership of Baker Mayfield. They're going to get in. They're going to fall behind. And then who's going to rally them? This has been my question about OU. Baker Mayfield just handled all the leadership last year. Just handled it. Every time they got in a tight spot. Go back to when OU played Tennessee. What was it? Two, three years ago? Let me look at this. They played Tennessee on the road, and they were down in that game. And Baker Mayfield single-handedly turned it around. Right. That was in 2015. From that time forward, Baker Mayfield was the tip of the spear. He yeah. was the guy who just always calmed him down and got him out of trouble. They're going to go to Ames, Iowa. They're going to fall behind in this game. And I think Kyler Murray's going to press... And he's going to make a mistake, and suddenly Iowa State is going to flip the script on him early, and that sets the Iowa State season off in a good way, and it sort of, you know, sets a correction in the market to OU. Yeah, eight eight and five last year was Iowa State. Eight and five and last year, absolutely should have won the K State game. Right, lost that game twenty to nineteen, and I mean, absolutely should have won it. Yeah, credit the Purple Wizard, but. I mean, they easily could have been nine wins. And then people will say, and don't forget, they played Jacob Park early. And he turned it over against Iowa. He turned it over against Texas. If they're playing Kyle Kemp in those games, they lost to Iowa 44-41 in a game that they had won and gave up a late touchdown. Right. I'm just saying. Definitely right, need to I'll, watch out for – no, no. I will step aside and let you make your case no. for OU and TCU. Well – Again, these are two teams that have dominated the conference for a long time. And when I say dominate, I looked at the last three years of of this conference, and Oklahoma has won it three three straight years. It just doesn't – until you beat them, regardless of – everybody can say, well, like you said, Baker Mayfield did this, Baker Mayfield did that, but Lincoln Riley's still there. Kyler Murray's more than capable. Austin Kendall obviously is – pushing the issue, and I finally got to hear about Tanner Mordecai. Remember I asked you that before we left to go to Big 12 Media Days? I'm like, hey, what about this Tanner Mordecai? He was so confident. Well, he didn't get there until June. So that's kind of why his name has kind of fell falling back. But it's not meaning that he hasn't come in there and competed. And he's another guy that can make a lot of plays. Well, he did at, at the high school level. Once you get to college, it kind of changes. But he may benefit from the rule, too. The four four games he gets to play in, 
it might be able to work that way. But you look at it, TCU in, in Oklahoma have TCU's 18 and 9 in the Big 12 in the last three years. 18 and 9. These guys continue to push the bar. And like we talked about when we talked to Gary Patterson, you can see that calm confidence that he has. Yeah, he's a little fidgety and gets fired up. But like you said, he's a superstitious guy. He knows what's going on. And you've been around him a lot more, and you saw his body language. I told you the entire time, that was my focus the entire time we were there, was looking at people's body language. And his body language was one of he knew. He knows what he has going on. He has the preseason Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. He's got a good team, and he is upset and ready to go because no one's really given him the plug, the, 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 the publicity that he's used to. Now, he likes it that way, but when, he has a, when he's confident in his team, he wants people to know that he's confident in his team, and I believe that. So that's kind of where I am with that. I think Kyler Murray's going to be a lot better than people think or because of the fact or the change that's happening because he is replacing Baker Mayfield. I get it, but the kid can play. The kid can play. All right, we will uh, open up the phones, let you jump in on this conversation on a free-for-all football Friday. Uh, we'll get to Texas. We talked Texas at 6.15 and 7.15. Where do we see the Longhorns now after uh, digesting everything from Big 12 uh, football media days? It is the bottom line, brought to you by the best brunch in Austin. Free for all football Friday. Phones are open, 390-LIVE. 390-5483. We'll get into our revamped. Revised, possibly, prediction for the Texas Longhorns after seeing and hearing everything at Big 12 Football Media Days. We'll do that right after we take this phone call at 390 Live from Rodney. Rodney, what's going uh, on? First of all, I'd like to say hook horns and go Cowboys. Let's get that, that clear. Uh, clear. Y'all need to remember that, okay? I don't <laughs> know why everybody want to talk about OU and TCU. Remember when y'all had the little interview with Brick and Hager, the kid was happy to be ready to whoop somebody butt this season. So y'all better be thinking about that. I think OU is going to be a joke. I don't believe in their defense. I don't think Caramel is going to be the, the dude that's going to take them to the, the greater pastures because he didn't do it at T- Texas A&M. Let's keep it 100. I don't think he's fully committed to football like that, honestly. He's short. If you fold his little butt up, he's going to get crushed, okay? Now, TCU – they're the only one that concerns me. I mean, I don't like Gary Patterson. He don't like me. <laughs> don't like me but um, I'm just going to tell you like this. I think Tardo Lindo, this second year, he's going to learn how to – he, 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 he already thinking about some stuff and some packages for all these teams. And I think we're going to crush them like bugs. And I hang up lift. Listen, thank y'all. Great call, Rodney. And, you know, Gary Patterson don't like me and I don't like him. I oh, like that. That was I like hilarious. that. <laughs> but the thing about it, Rodney, and, and believe me, I'm hook him. I like it. I'm a Cowboy fan. Homer Hart. I understand. But until Texas get – okay, Rodney, let me ask you this. When is the last time you didn't have that confidence? We come into the season every year with this amount of confidence. We hope Texas is good. It's good around here when Texas is good and Texas is at the top. I don't doubt that. But until they can get there, OU won it back to back to back. TCU has beat Texas every year 
Well, how long, Chip? What's the numbers been? Like Four. The last, yeah. Four straight years by an average of almost 30 points. Right. So, I know. I have the same feelings. But until they can get there, I can't put them there. All I'm right. strong about them. I think they're going to be great. But my numbers is eight and a half for them. I started at nine. I'm going to eight. I'm going to eight with I'm, Texas. I'm going to eight with Texas as well. And here's – okay, let's start to break it down hard. Okay. You go first. Why Why eight and what games do you see them losing? Well, what we're talking about – we're talking about the game Iowa State. We've been talking about Iowa State. Iowa State is a tough matchup. Tough matchup. They, they could have won that game last year. They had Jacob Park turning it over like crazy, which I was glad. But the Texas offense, the biggest thing for me until the Texas offense can show that they can put up some points, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about it. And, and that, to me, we can say all the weights. We can say all the practice and all the times. And we've got these quarterbacks that – we don't know what our offensive line is. Do I believe in Herb Hand? Absolutely. Do I think he's made a difference? We've talked to Dan Neal. Absolutely, I believe that. We talked to Tom Herman about it. He talked about all the injuries, Andrew Beck. All the all the key injuries were on the offensive line. Do I believe in Todd Orlando? Mm-hmm. Look at that defense. He's going to put them in the right. He's right. He's got some plans made up for them. But do we depend on the defense to score that many points as they did last year to put them in those things, in those games? They scored a lot of points on non-offensive touchdowns. They were in the top, what, 10 in non-defensive touchdowns last year? Number one, seven. Seven non-offensive touchdowns. So when when you look at that, you can't factor that into the equation. That is why I'm a little bit hesitant on that nine, and Shannon's got him at ten. I'll tell you what, I'm. This Maryland game is scary, right? Because they're they have good speed on offense, which is going to tax any defense. I don't care how good you are up front, and they should be able to stop the run. They should. Todd Orlando, this defense knows what they're doing now. They. Look, Brecken Hager wasn't even really a part of this defense when they played Maryland last year. And- lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And and so I think the defense should be on point, and I'm, I'm going to give Texas the win in that game, but I bet it's closer than you think. And... The line is if, 10 and a half. If, 10 if, and a half right now. If Texas turns the ball over, they're going to lose the game. Right. So that's that's a scary game, but I'll give Texas the win there. I think they beat Tulsa. And then everybody's counting USC out because Sam Darnold is gone. They have good skill talent, including Amon Ross St. Brown. Yep. This kid is special. I can't tell you how good this kid is. I think he is special. I mean, I think he's going to be from – Week one, he's going to jump off the screen, and it, I I think it's going to be his high school quarterback. Yep, JT JT Daniels, and who got a, who got an award? Got an ESPY as well for the best high school player. And 
they're playing Texas in week three. They, I think they will have figured some stuff out. Um, I think that's a toss-up game. Yep. Uh, TCU, until they beat them, right. I'm not. I'm not giving Texas the win in that game. And then K-State, until they beat them, I'm not giving them the win in that game either. Right. They haven't won there since 2 I think Texas beats OU this year. I do, too. I have that happening. So I could see Texas anywhere from – you know, three and two to two and three, um, or two, uh, two and four. Sorry, two and four. Yeah. At that point, it, so I. That's why in the uncertainty, and I think Iowa State. Don't forget, West Virginia has a top offensive unit right, right now. Right at that point in the season, no, I mean, I mean, it should be set. We should be set. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, you sit there and you look at the schedule after we. I like Iowa State's situation at quarterback better yeah. than I like Texas's right now. Right now until it's set. Until, you know, let's see the new Sam Ellinger or who, however this thing's going to play out. I mean, Tom Herman said he could see Cam Rising and, and Casey Thompson getting in the mix Ooh. by the end of fall camp. That scares me. And I've heard that the quarterback play this summer has been inconsistent. So I'm not, I'm not there yet. I think Texas is a year away. We'll get back into it. Don, real quick, what's going on? Hardball and Bloodhound, thank you for taking my call. I um, don't have quite the confidence that uh, we're going to do all that much better this year than we did last year. Uh, hardball, you, you nailed the, the, the hammer right on the thumb. The coaches for TCU and Iowa State seem very positive. Uh, Herman seems like a nervous date. He, he seems like, sounds like the bridegroom at a shotgun wedding almost. Um, We've got a better offensive line, they say, but they're just one or two injuries away from failing. We don't know what we've got on defense, even though we think we do. We really don't know. Maryland game is extremely scary. There's going to be one team that's going to come up and beat you that shouldn't, and they're going to win a game that they shouldn't. But really, what have we got? We, we lost some of the significant playmakers, and Herman was right. He couldn't name a significant playmaker or a difference maker, and we, we really can't either. So we we're going into this season just like last season. We don't know what we got. Enough said. Hey, well, thanks for the call, call Don. We'll come back. We'll uh, get into the Hodge Knox life. It is a free for all football Friday right here on the bottom line. Brought to you by the best brunch in Austin. Cover three. Yeah, walk it like All right, it is free for all football Friday. I'm in Hodge. I'm impressed. He's trying to look at this Texas football season objectively. I am. I am starting to sound like a jaded reporter but here he is the yep. harge knox life and chip our, our, our hard my harge knox life segment right now is going to be continuing this conversation because it seems that everybody has variants and opinions and and you know we came into this looking at it okay they're making their moves they're getting stronger they're getting faster they're working out they the the conference is wide open and then you sit back and then you look and you really dive into what's really going on, and you have to look at these numbers. And, and again, I'm going to be honest. Some of this is because I've been burned a bunch behind this. Last year's over-under was seven and a half. What did they get? And it's not with what you call, it's not it's with not the ball game. Right. It's not regular, with the ball game. Regular we're, season. we're right back at six and six again. The year before that. All right, so what do you think the horns go this year? And the phones are open. 390 Live, 390 
revamping I, our, I'm staying our at, predictions after Big 12 I was nine. Meetings. I'm going down one game. I'm at eight, and I'm staying okay. at eight, and I'm holding that On the that regular eight. season. On the regular season. Okay. That's where I'm holding tight, and would that be a success? Absolutely. I mean, it's a one-game success, but it's still moving forward. And one thing I will give credit to Tom Herman and his staff, they played hard. Oh, yeah. They played hard. They were in every game. and All the, but one, TCU, last year. Well, they were still playing hard. They just got beat. Oh, yeah, but they weren't in that game. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. TCU yeah. got out in front and just shut it down in terms of trying to throw the ball. Right, but then you sit there and you look at it and you say, okay, how can we? How can this look objective? You lost a playmaker. You lost a lot of playmakers on your team. Reggie Hip Hill Maps, say what you want about his mindset or – his, Playmaker. He he made plays. He made plays. He had a punt return for a touchdown in week one. Think about Deshaun Elliott. He's gone. Bunch of touchdowns. Non-offensive. Seven non-offensive touchdowns. Six interceptions for the the Kraken. Right. There, there's a lot that is missing. Joker, whatever he was. He's the Joker. Defoe. Defoe. Nobody even calls me that. <laughs> Nobody even calls me that anymore. I just, I just, that was a high school. But you, you sit Can we there. let him say it instead of Harge? <laughs> Harge the butcher. Oh, man. But you sit there and you, you, you say, okay, can you bring that back? Can you, can you bring that back? I don't know. I don't know if you bring it back. You can't. You look at Puna Ford. Puna's bringing, Puna brought a lot. There's a lot of quality players on the University of Texas defense. Not one time have you heard me talk about the offense yet. <laughs> and that's the biggest thing. What is this offense going to bring? We, we, we hope that they are better. We hope that they are better. But if they're not and they're the same and we start saying it, you said it. Maryland. Maryland is so oh, important. That's what I'm saying. You'll Maryland is one. so important week one. Oh, uh, that's, that's they'll come Maryland's... back and beat them. They're, we're way better than that. We're not going to take them for granted. They're, so they're not going to take us for granted either. It's Maryland's Super Bowl, right? And DJ Durkin Is... made it his Super Bowl last year, and they had the, they had, you know, Terrell, uh, Terrell Pegram healthy going into that game, and for what three quarters, then Kasim Hill came in and converted third and twenty, right, on the play of the game. And correct me if I'm wrong, they're all back. Oh, yeah. All those quarterbacks Ten are back. starters back on offense <laughs> for Maryland. And the only one missing is DJ Moore, who's right. a lights-out receiver, hop draft pick. But Didn't but the game start Ty with Johnson, a pick six last year? Was that last year or the year before? Where his first touchdown Texas had was a defense? No, oh, yeah. It was last year. Yeah. Holton Hill scored so twice. So you're like, oh, yeah, baby, here they come. And and uh, Reggie Hempel Maps had a punt return for a touchdown. Okay. Three, three of the seven, <laughs> three of the seven non-offensive touchdowns happened against Maryland, and they still lost. And by they still lost. Ten and gave up fifty-one. Right. So anyway, Defoe is sitting there looking like, "What we got?" Right. Uh, it's hard. I'm with you. I look at Texas. I say, the defense is going to be better. Absolutely. Than it was against Maryland in the opener. So I think the defense will. Show up. There's no way Maryland's scoring anywhere close to 51 this year unless Texas turns the ball over. And that's what we have to see. I, I think Sam Ellinger is a warrior. Warrior. But 
if the coaches aren't incredibly confident, and I and look, I get it, coach speak, Big 12 football media days, but I can't get this sentence out of my head that Tom Herman said about when he wanted to name the starting quarterback. And he said, ideally, you'd like to name it a week before the opener. But if we don't, he said, that's okay. Maybe Cam Rising and Casey Thompson have gotten in the mix and you can't take them off the field. I mean, yikes. I mean, that's not the ringing endorsement for either Sam or Shane. And I get it. It's competition, competition. But after watching last year, I mean, the 96-yard, I mean, I hate to say this, and this is so unfair to Sam Ellinger, but the last two games of the regular season were two of his worst decisions. Like, we can talk about USC all day. We can talk about Oklahoma State all day. But the 96-yard pick six against West Virginia was such a bad decision, I can't believe it, because he's getting dragged to the ground and he just threw it up for grabs. And then Texas Tech. And and that's coaching, too. It's coaching. You've got to you got to tell a guy when you got a lead in their end and you can attempt a field goal on third and two, you don't throw it. You eat it before mm. you throw it. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about this some more. I got some more for that. All right, I got some more. All right, we're coming back. We'll get into what's trending too. We'll give you an update on the leaderboard in Canusta. Uh, Tigers <laughs> on the course. We'll let yeah, you know Tiger, what's up. And and how about? Uh, Jordan Spieth is not the low Longhorn at the British Open right now. We'll tell you about that, too. It's the bottom line. Brought to you by the Brass Brunch in Austin. Cover three. We will talk to Goose Goslin. Goose. Talk some Cowboys. Yeah. In the uh, 8 o'clock hour, we are talking uh, our revised predictions from for the Big 12 after digesting everything that we heard at uh, Big 12 Football Media Days. Harge says it'll be TCU and OU in the Big 12 title game. I say it'll be TCU and Iowa State. And we're both toning it down a second on Texas to eight wins. Because there is a lot of uncertainty on the offensive, on the side, offensive of the side of the ball. Quarterback. Yeah. Um, and I look, year three is typically, no one wants to hear this, no one. Not any Texas fan. <laughs> Everyone else is like, oh, this will be good. Dubs matter, dog. But year three is typically the year where the focus is on your players, your recruiting. You should have your quarterback at that point. That's why Jim Harbaugh is getting crushed because he didn't have his quarterback in year three, and it was a mess. Now maybe he does. Who knows? Shea Patterson. But, but he's only going to have him for a year, right? Herman didn't recruit Shane Bouchelle or Sam Ellinger, even though he was the first offer Sam ever had at Houston. But year three is typically when you make your statement that the team has your identity. That's what I said about Shaka last year. What's the culture of the program? It's year three. Year three is when you should clearly see if things are pointed in the right direction or not. Well, if they don't have their quarterback then you can't you can't go bold. Right. Uh, the reason I went bold last year is because I thought they would use the same offense that they had. With Orlando's defense. With Orlando's defense. That yeah. they would run the a version of the, the Bryles offense until they had the personnel that they wanted. But that didn't happen. 
and Tom burned his culture in. He says the culture's firmly ingrained. I don't doubt that. I think he's right. The question is, is Sam Ellinger ready to take the next step and not make the, the, the bad decisions? If he is going to be the quarterback, he has to be taking that right, right. step. He has to. And the last taste we had, I mean, obviously the Texas Bowl, there was some Shane and Sam mixed in there. But West Virginia and Tech, that Tech game is, they were up 10 <laughs> in the fourth quarter and right. lost. Right. That I mean, and Cliff Kingsbury has a job today because of that game. And it goes back to body language, what we were talking about. You sit there. And we talked about coaches that have confidence. Gary Patterson. You look at Cliff. Cliff did not look as confident as, confident as he once did. Right. But he should. He's got a job. So go out there and make something happen with it. Right. You 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 have to you have to display the confidence even in the sign that you are unsure. And I, if I'm Cliff, I sh- I'd be more confident. My defense is finally coming around. Way better. Finally. You got more players on the. On the Big 12 preseason media poll, then Oklahoma on defense. Cliff, be confident. And Cliff is usually just add water on offense. Right. I mean, Tech could end up being a surprise team this year if they can stay healthy and if that defense continues to come on. And here's a name for you, Tech fans. Joe Wallace. This is a kid who sat out last year on the defensive line because of academic reasons. He's back, and everybody – on that tech, you know, who came to Big 12 Media Day says, this guy is a monster. And they've already got uh, the Broderick Washington kid yep. on the defensive line. So I like Tech's defense. I mean, I'm not trading it with Texas. <laughs> no. But I like, if I'm Cliff, I'm like, come on, man. Maybe that's his way of setting us up for the Okie, though. Yeah, uh, maybe. But, you know, maybe. Lay low. Playing coy, you know. Go Lou Holtz. Yep. Just, you know, poor me. <laughs> Woe is me. Lay in the weeds. <laughs> All right. It is uh, Free For All Football Friday. We are talking football. We're talking our revised predictions for the Big 12. For Texas, after digesting everything from Big 12 football media days, Harbaugh Harge, Great Hills Brown, Great Hills mm-hmm. and Salty mm-hmm. Sweeney. She's back from her global travels. Welcome Salty. back. Salty. Went to Amsterdam. We want some stories about Amsterdam. That place is crazy. Hello. All right. It is the uh, bottom line brought to you by the best brunch in Austin. Cover three. In the immortal words of Judy Brown, happiness is a choice. We're happy you're spending some time with us on a free-for-all football Friday talking Texas and Big 12 football. I'm saying the Big 12 title game will be TCU and Iowa State. Harge says OU and TCU. And the phones are open. 390-LIVE. 390-5483. And great conversation. I mean, it's it's so much fun. It's like Christmas. Christmas Eve, I call it. I I call Big 12 football media days Christmas Eve. The long break in between before it becomes Christmas, huh? And then it's Christmas <laughs> on September 1st. Actually, it'll be August 30th. August 30th. 30th, yeah. Yeah, we got August some Thursday 30th. night action. Yeah. But football season is Christmas. The whole football season. 
all the way to the first week in January. Uh, the greatest time of the year and the gift that keeps giving, all of that. And so Harge, it was Harge's idea, and I agreed with it, Yep. to make some predictions before Big 12 media days and then go listen, digest everything that we hear and see and come back. And we both had Texas at nine wins before going to Big 12 football media days. We're both scaling it back to eight. And look, that schedule is not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. It's brutal. It's brutal. They're playing 11 power five schools, people. There are schools in the SEC that are playing eight. Right. That's embarrassing. Alabama's playing nine. That's easy. But they play everybody in the conference. So there's nine. Power five schools, and Texas is playing Maryland, Tulsa, and, and, USC, and USC as well. Those are yep. power five schools. So they're playing 11. Phones are open. 390 Live. Chris, what's going on? How y'all doing, man? How you doing? Good. Hey, y'all got me this morning drinking about two or three cups of coffee right now, talking about just eight wins. Come on, y'all. Hey, we got the best talent in the Big Twelve. Until but, they but show it. Chris, quarterback. What do you? What's your thought on the quarterback? After having nightmares about, it, I don't know. Um, that's the hard. <laughs> that's that's me. I'm with you. I think Sam can do it though. Like at Westlake, he was a winner. So I know last year, you know, it was his first year, and the speed of the game was it was way faster than he did in high school. But I think this year. He's going to do a 360. And I'm thinking nine or ten wins, man. Man, I can't do eight, man. Okay, just, so, Chris, I'm with you. This, I wrote this at Horns 24-7 that I have a 2K scenario for the season. Right. And thanks for the call, Chris. Thank you, Chris. I have a 2K scenario for the season. If if Sam catches fire in this, and he plays great at the quarterback position, I do think Texas can win 10-plus. Absolutely. Because if they get hot – to start, and they beat Maryland, and they beat USC, and they beat TCU. Watch the bleep out. They're going to go into the Red River. Sh- they're going to go to K State first. I'm not good. Yeah, the Bermuda not Triangle. Yeah, they yeah. haven't won there in 16 like, years. Hold up, player. Hold up. They'll go to the Bermuda Triangle and win, and end that misery. Haven't won there since 02, and then go to the Red River Shootout and be loaded with confidence and take down. Oklahoma. Yeah. I believe that. And then it's 10-plus. They could win 10-plus. But that quarterback position is so important. And I'm sorry, the last vision taste I have at the quarterback position, look, Missouri, everyone is making a huge deal out of the win over Missouri. Josh Heupel was gone. I mean, thank goodness, because Missouri's offense was a little off. But – Missouri's defense wasn't outstanding. I'm just saying. Texas' so, offense was not outstanding. Right. right. That They got a scoop and score in that game. Right. Anthony Wheeler. Scoop and score. So if you go back and you look at it, the stats does not say that they played a great game. Yes, they won. But and I, all I care about is the And they got the late touchdown with right. Armonte Foreman where they were doing the body bag stuff. Right. And to 
to stretch it out a little bit. So, so yeah. let's. I mean, let's not get too excited. Let's go to the phone, Sterling. Sterling, what's going on, Sterling? Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? How good. Doing? How you doing? Man, I gotta use Chip's words against him for once. What's wrong with you, man? This <laughs> eight win stuff. <laughs> What's up with this A-win It's the stuff? quarterback. I just don't know. I don't know. If the quarterback position is incredibly improved, it will be better than eight wins. I promise you that. But I'm I'm just waiting to see. What's the number you have, Sterling? I, I'm at least nine and, and easily ten. Well, here's my point. Why? <laughs> at least nine, and easily, easily ten. ten. <laughs> easily, here's, my, here's my point. Why? The offensive, it's not just the QB play. Of course, the QB play has to be better. But the offensive line can't be any worse than they were last year. The running game can't be any worse than it was last year. Agreed. And on top of that, the defense is going to be better. you got to realize they held every single opponent in the Big 12 they played under the receiving average on offense. And, and I think their defense is going to be even better. So you put that along with just better play on the offensive line and a running game to help the quarterback out. And you got to remember, last year, those teams, Oklahoma State, those teams were a lot better, and they were in every game with a terrible offense. So I'll hang up and see what y'all have to say it's about a, It's a good point. It's a great point. It's a legit point. But we still have to look at the fact we don't know that the offensive line is better. We don't know that they're going to be able to open those holes for those running backs. And we don't know what quarterback is going to be the starting quarterback. We keep saying Sam, but if those other guys play better – is Tom Herman going to put those guys into the game? And it, I still will say to the very end, if we do have better line play, Shane Bouchel is the better quarterback accuracy-wise. Play action pass, right. running game, better ball, but better ball security, deeper passes, money passes. I would go the other direction. And you got to coach them all up. Right. Coach them all up because Shane Bouchel – at some point, you got to get off of the whole. I, I get wanting your quarterback to be out of his comfort zone and be more of a vocal leader. Nick Foles is quiet. Yes, Nick Foles isn't alpha. He's keeping everybody calm. He just is a surgeon. He's keeping everybody calm. That's what he does. If your quarterback is too hype, he runs into people and gets. Joe Montana was quiet. He was cracking jokes about John Candy in the huddle. Right. Uh, Kevin, what's going on? Jeff, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. You know, this run on Town Lake is a lot hotter than Mackinac Island. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Kevin I, what's up, my oh, man? That nine-mile loop was fun up there, but this nine-mile loop is not so much fun. Well, what's going on? Hey, you know, I want to hear a little bit about uh, the running game protection. You know, we're talking a lot about quarterback play, but, you know, we didn't have a running game last year. It was shame. And uh, I don't see where that's going to end up positive to get to an eight-win season. Yeah, and thanks for the call, Kevin. And, and uh, slow down, slow yeah. down. It's hot out there, bro. He's doing it. He's getting it done, <laughs> getting that work in. That's that's a great question because look, I think Trey Watson was a really smart addition to the to the running back room because you, you're you're trying to get Tennille Carter to mature both on and off the field. You've got a a blood and guts run. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Daniel Young, who's tough, and you like him. You can win with him. But he's not the natural pass catcher that that the back in the Tom Herman offense uh, is supposed to be. Remember, Duke Catalan caught 40 passes in the Herman offense The in, what, 2016? That's that's not un, you know, it's not out of the question for the running back in the Herman offense to catch forty balls. I mean that's where the leading receivers were in this right. offense. I mean, so who's who's going to be? Is it going to be Trey Watson? Is it could it be Kirk Johnson if he gets healthy? I mean, it, and that's my question. Who Ke- do you who do Keontae you think it is? Ingram. Who do you think it is? Right now, I think it's Trey Watson. Right, it has to be because he sounds like the most mature complete back that they're looking for. Tennille Carter does the things that they want, but Tennille Carter's got a he was suspended for the bowl game and made a bad decision. Is he on the right track now? Let's see how he handles the season, blah blah blah. There's so that's my question. And people are gonna say, hey wins, what come on man. But there are question marks. A now, lot they could be answered emphatically. And if they're answered emphatically in a good way then this Texas could be in the Big 12 title game. And but, we haven't pushed that away. Realistically, we think that Texas, like you wrote in your is story, capable. is more than capable of being in the Big 12 championship game. Phil still, the Bible, tells us that they're the number two team in this conference. I get it. But my eyes tell me this. I see TCU. They haven't beat TCU. <laughs> You still have to play K-State, and we're just talking about a little bit of this. Right. Until and it's all, early. Those it, games are early. The, right. The schedule matters. Right. All right, we'll, we'll talk to Goose Gossel and get his thoughts on the Cowboys. Cowboys. Jimmy got, Garoppolo out with porn stars. Randy Gregory back with the at the star. All that and yeah. more right here on the bottom line brought to you by the best brunch in Austin. Cover three. Free for all football Friday. Talking a lot of... Big 12 and Texas football today are revised predictions after Big 12 media days. Um, the audience is not happy today with us. But let's take a break and talk some Cowboys and NFL with the guru, Goose, Goose Goslin, talkoffamenetwork.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Rick Goslin, numeral nine. Goose, how you doing, man? Doing great. You guys see my... Uh... NFL rankings this week? You know, Goose, I was going to ask you about that, my friend. That's what I thought. What did you think? Well, I mean, you're going to, you know, you're going to make some people happy. You're going to make some <laughs> people sad. <laughs> no, no. You make, you make a lot of people angry when you do rankings like that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's, and that's, let's, let's start there, Goose. I mean, tell, uh, tell folks why they, or Cowboys fans, why they should be sitting down. <laughs> well, I got him sitting in the middle of the pack at 15. Uh, right. That that's hurts. one reason to start. I don't uh, – like I said, they lost 42% of their passing offense with uh, Brian and Witten. Uh, they're going to be able to run a ball, but they have no proven commodity at wide receiver. Legit. And def- defensively, you know, they I still 
they still need some playmakers. They need some guys who can take the football away. And they didn't do that. You know, Earl Thomas still sitting in Seattle. So I don't see. I, I think statistically they'll be fine in the defense, but you got to get sacks. you got to get um, takeaways. And right now that remains a huge question mark. Yeah, you have the Houston. Issue, go ahead. You have the Houston Texans ahead of the Cowboys at 12. And even my Lions. The, oh, yeah. the Bobby Lane cursed Lions. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bigger fan of Deshaun Watson and uh, Matthew Stafford than I am Jack Prescott okay. right now. Understood. Those guys, those guys have weapons. Well, I mean, that's all legit. Now, it's funny because being up in Dallas for Big 12 Media Days, a bunch of the Cowboys people came through uh, the Star. Obviously, it's their practice facility. And, you know, there seemed to be Beautiful a question. Beautiful facility, by the way. Obviously, there's a question about if Des Bryant's still sitting there, do you bring him back at a discount? And I say no, Goose. Don't bring that distraction back in. But some people said I was crazy. What do you think? I've said that publicly several times. Do not bring him back. If he comes back at a discount, he's not going to be happy. Right. And that's the problem. You know, those guys, they, they can't. Ego still drives especially the wide receiver position. And it would be tough for Des Bryant to walk back into this building making less money than Alan Hearns. And I don't. I think you'd get and one unhappy camper. You saw a guy last uh, year on Hard Knocks that kind of shake things up in the meeting room. And you don't always need that. So I think it would be a mistake. It's time. I think they have moved on from Des Bryant. He can go sign wherever he wants and get whatever kind of money he wants, but I think his days in Dallas are over. We're talking to Goose Gosselin, uh, Talk of Fame Network. And, Goose, you got the L.A. Rams number one and the Philadelphia Eagles number two. Any particular reason why you have them in that order? I mean, I, just, I can see it in writing, but what made you come up with those two as the top two teams? Well, throw the Vikings in there at three. Okay. I think the three best teams in football are in the NFC. And I think all three of these teams are better on paper than they were when they walked off the field in their final games. The Rams had the highest scoring offense in football. They've added Brandon Cooks. They've also added uh, inside presence in the Domicon Sioux, the team with Aaron Donald. And they got uh, Peters and Tlaib now, which is no worse than the second or third best quarterback tandem in football. The Eagles, everybody's healthy. Wentz is going to be back. Um, Jason Peters is going to be back. Jordan Hicks is going to be back. Darren Sproles is going to be back. I mean, this is, this is mm-hmm. the best team in football. Now gets four of its better players back. Minnesota's got the best defense in football. They got Kirk Cousins. They got rid of their caretaker quarterback, Case Keenum. Cousins will better be able to take advantage of the receivers downfield. Uh, uh, Vikings have. He's got Right now he's got better blockers, runners, and pass catchers than he ever had in Washington. So the, the difference, how I situated them, I went by basically strength of division, strength of schedule. I think the Rams have the easiest division. I think the Eagles have the second easiest division. And I think the Vikings have the third division. That's why they're one, two, three, all based on division. I think all three of these teams could win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a good argument. And Zimmer continues to impress, impress on defense. Um, and Jacksonville <clears> – <throat> is right there at four, all ahead of the New England Patriots, Goose. You have the Patriots at five in your power rankings. So if you're looking at the uh, playoff picture in a way too early prediction, 
Where would you have the Patriots? I got them five right now. I, I think here's the problem. Brady's still there. That's good. But he's 41 years old, and no one has ever beaten Father Time. We saw uh, Peyton Manning and Brett Favre fall off the cliff almost overnight when they got into their 40s. So you got Brady back there, but Cooks is gone. Amendola's gone. There was top two wideout receivers last year. Edelman is going to miss the first four games. He is his go-to guy. Martellus Bennett is gone. Deion James is gone. <clears throat> All of his top receivers except Gronk are gone. That's going to make it difficult on Gronk with, with all the defensive focus on him because the, the, the rest of the receiving core is basically unproven. You're going to ask Tom Brady to do a whole lot more than he had to do last year when he took the Patriots to the Super Bowl at 41. Goose, I, I got to ask you about this because it's my – I was told that Jerry Jones owns like half the Papa John's in Texas. And – and obviously, Papa John's is back in the news. The founder resigned after using the N-word on a conference call with marketing agency Landry Service about the possibility of Kanye West representing Papa John's. And Sch- Schnatter said he didn't like it because West uses the N-word too much in his lyrics. And now he wants back on the board. Is Jerry Jones still you know, that invested financially with Papa John's? Are you hearing anything about Jerry trying to sell his way out of that? I have not heard that. Of course, we haven't heard from Jerry for about a month and a half. Um, I, I, I believe he's still invested in Papa John's, and I think his silence speaks volumes. Yeah. 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 Jerry's, I mean, Jerry's got money coming out of his money, but, you know. Yeah. Right, you mean the fact that, again, he's got the most valuable sporting franchise in the world? <laughs> Unbelievable. They and they don't won, win. They haven't won a title in a quarter of a century, and he's still sitting there on top ahead of all those soccer teams and the New York Yankees. Unbelievable. Amazing, he, this guy is, is the the marketing genius in the history of the world. And that's what that's what we said because, I mean, we stayed at the Star. Big 12 Media Days were at the Star. We were at the Omni. And then that whole area I was walking around, I kept telling Chip, I was like, Jerry has the right idea all the time and makes it work. Yeah, that practice facility is now it's state of the art. Everybody now has to copy that. I mean, that's a selling point for players, free agents, and such. But that's a palace. That's I, I just I when I when I saw it, I couldn't believe it. And they got the, the hotel right there. They yeah. got the Baylor um, uh, Medical Center right there. They got all those restaurants and shops. Yeah. This is if people you know once upon a time NFL practice facilities were in industrial districts and you know on the on the road to the airport just you know where they could get land cheap. Jerry bought grade A land. He put a facility in in a hotbed in the city of Dallas. And people are are, are flocking to it. Again, there are tours through that. Tours. He's yeah. Money hand over fist on tours. Of the practice facility. Yep. Think about that. There was a line out the door when I left <laughs> yeah. Big 12 Media Days on Tuesday for tours. Was, was Mike in it? No, I had already got it. I have a buddy that works for <laughs> I have a buddy that's worked for Jerry for six, 16 years, so I got it firsthand when oh, I got see. in town. Oh, look at that. Yeah, how, how about you guys get through the locker room? and then Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, un- unbelievable. Unbelievable. You, you wonder, with that facility, why don't they win championships every year? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, got to decide about the uh, the talent. Got to make the right decisions. Um, all right, Goose, last thing, 30 seconds. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo goes out on a date with a porn star. Do you care? No, not yeah. at all. All right. 
That's all. <laughs> yeah, good for him. All right. And, I don't, and again, I don't care if T.O. shows up in Canada or not next week, okay? Yep. Yay! Goose, you're the man. We'll uh, we'll talk to you Thanks, next Goose. week about all that. Okay, guys. Thanks. All right. Appreciate Goose, it. Goose Gosselin, making it happen. It's Bottom Line brought to you by Cover 3, the best brunch in Austin. That's right, folks. It's been a while since we had this this breakdown that, that my man, Red Hills Brown. What's wrong with you? You going to come over there? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> You'll get nothing to like it. This is commentary for the day. The chip shot. Oh, my God. You cracked <laughs> me up. Um, yeah, and look, Goose, interesting stuff. Yeah. Interesting stuff. I mean, you can't – you can look at the Longhorns and the Cowboys – and you see the similarities. Parallelable. They are parallel. And it's not what either fan base wants to hear, obviously. But the Cowboys appear to have their quarterback, but people aren't sure. Right? What did Goose say? He's not sure. 17, dog. You're not sure. I think Dak Prescott goes back to being... Uh, a rising star quarterback with Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. I see Ezekiel you. Elliott's the best running back in football, in my opinion. I see you. So he is by a lot of people's opinion. And Gil Brandt said the guy could have a two thousand yard season this this year. He sure did. And Gil's my man. So look, I think that the Cowboys and the and the Longhorns, same thing. Longhorns. If all the improvements happen. Yeah. With the culture in and Herb Hand working with the offensive line. And, it's about ball. And Herman, yeah. in my opinion, absolutely has to take over the offense from Tim Beck. Then we could see a huge jump on offense. Well, we have And a- if that happens, Harge, if that happens, I will say there is a good chance that it's a 10-plus win season. Agree. But they have to hit the ground running day one. They don't – OU can – Figure it out in two games. They get Florida Atlantic, UCLA. They got time to figure it out. Texas doesn't. Right. This road trip to Maryland's got trap written all over it. You then you're playing USC, TCU, and K State in the month of September. Dude, you gotta have this thing figured out. <laughs> you don't get to kind of, oh, let's yeah, try this and yeah. then try that. No. Yeah. It's gotta be locked in laser. Well, so we have some questions that were asked of us, and 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 I think they're fair questions when you sit back and you analyze everything. Was the line play hindering Tim Beck's play calling? I mean, is that a fair assessment of it? He couldn't do anything because the line wasn't giving either quarterback time to do anything. So can we say that, or do we go, hey, Herman, this is the deal. You have to start calling plays, and that will solve everything. But will it? But will it solve everything? The line play is so critical. And getting a couple breaks here and there, you know, those breaks that they didn't get last year, maybe they get them this year. And you could be 10, 
But I've seen this before. They did get a couple breaks last year, though. But I've seen this before. But I've seen this before. I've 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 been on that train right, of right. saying that's like let's go. This is it, baby. Look, you I'm wait proud of you. I'm proud of you because you've taken off your burnt orange glasses. You're looking at this objectively. You're not acting like a fan. You're acting like a jaded media member. But no, don't ever say that. But but shut up, Chip. I, think <laughs> I also think you're smart. You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing wrong with being a little jaded here and there. I just seen I've just seen this dance too much. I've just seen it. I've got my hopes up. We right, talked about I'm, it. I'm going with the the schools that have a proven product. Yep. Uh either at quarterback or you know, coaching wise. So I'm going with Iowa State and TCU in the Big Twelve title game. Because yep. I think Kyle Kempt is a really good player. And I think, you know, they've got Hakeem Butler to take over for Lazard. I like David Montgomery. I like John Heacock, the defensive coordinator. I thought he was underrated last year. I mean, they beat TCU and OU. They've already beaten the teams that have gone to the Big 12 title. Yep. They beat them both last year. So their confidence is going to be high. They believe they can win. But those teams are going to come prepared. I mean, I'm not saying they weren't it, prepared, but, but they're going to be able to OU's come. OU's coming to Ames without Baker Mayfield. Yep. And that is huge. That's huge. Yeah. I think that John Heacock is a good enough defensive coordinator. He's got good enough players returning, even without Joe Lanning, that they can confuse Kyler Murray or force him to do what they want him to do. And they did it last year. So... I think then you look at TCU, I, I'm, I've been a big Sean Robinson guy from day one. Mm-hmm. Just like when I said, you know, people wanted Bob Stoops' head when Trevor Knight was throwing pick sixes and they lost to Clemson in that bowl game, I said they're going to be fine because Baker Mayfield's redshirting. I, I think TCU's going to be fine. They might even go up with Sean Robinson at quarterback because mm. their skill talent is scary yeah, good. They're very good. So. Yeah, that's why I got those two. And I think OU struggles without Baker Mayfield's leadership. And I think Texas beats OU this year. I think that happens. Yep. So we'll uh, we'll come back, wrap it all up, send you off to Dan Patrick, send you off to your weekend. Working for the weekend. Brought, all right, all right. It's all brought to you by Cover 3, the best brunch in Austin. What a week, what a week. Started off in Big D. Not really, Big Frisco. Frisco. The... Uh, Big 12 football media days. We were there Monday and Tuesday. Came back and have digested everything. And uh, we're being a little cautious on the Longhorns. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. And it could come together for them. Not saying it can't. Not saying it won't. It could, but just got to see it. Yeah. Just got to see it. And I was saying, you know, me and Lindsay – we talk about football all the time. She's a Cowboy fan also. And we look forward to football season. Like, this is this Christmas. is it. This is, like you said, it's Christmas. And then all of a sudden, you're mad and you want the season to be over and look forward to next year. You know? So, so that's, <laughs> that's, the, way, that's the way it's been eight years. For, that, that's, what's, that's what makes the beginning of the season so great. Right. That's You've what been was, waiting longer than usual. Right. And then all of a sudden, you're like, golly, season – why is the season so long? Right. <laughs> you know, that Maryland game you last did, year hurt. 
you didn't get the thing that was at the top of your Christmas list. Right. You're like, I, I broke this list down, and I made sure everyone knew what I wanted for Christmas. And you're going to bring me socks? <laughs> and you're bringing me socks again? You know, it's like, come on. And that 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 is why I have this, this let's be safe. I'd rather be safe than sorry. I don't want to jump out there again and be like, okay, my cousin says over under is seven and a half. Oh, they're going to crush it. My man Chip said, then all of a sudden you lose Maryland and now you're searching for those wins. Now, Maryland's power five school and they deserve respect and I'm, I'm going to give it all to them. But t- Texas should be further along than other schools every year. Well, the history, the recent history, says that that, that sort of middle-of-the-road Power 5 school is trouble. Right. BYU-Cal. Oh. BYU-Cal. Let me just throw those out at you. Those were both schools that everybody thought Texas was going to paddle. Right. Maryland. Maryland. Everybody thought, I thought, everybody thought Texas was going to paddle Maryland last year. Everybody thought that. And they get 10 starters back on offense of super slick, fast offense. DJ Durkin, good recruiter. So, How's his confidence right now? Who? DJ Durkin. That's what I'm saying with his team. Yeah, we're efforting to, to talk to him. And so that's a that's a game you got to watch. I just booked my trip, and that's that's going to be a <laughs> that tells it'll tell us a lot. Sometimes in an opener, you get South Dakota State. Yeah. Sometimes you get <laughs> Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. All right. So Harge and I are both saying eight wins for the Horns, but. If it all comes together, it could be much better than that. But neither one of us picking Texas to be in the Big 12 championship game. Now, Salty, who's back from her global travels, including Amsterdam, how was that? Once was enough. Okay. Most fun you never want to have again. Yeah, I can't. The smell was too much for me. Smell? Of (laughs) what is now a legal substance over there. Okay. Okay. Can't stand it. Oh, it's been illegal for a while. (laughs) All right, so you cannot... Stand the smell of cannabis, burning Cannot. cannabis. Okay. It's awful. All right, interesting. So when everyone over there is doing it, it's it's yeah. We learn something new about each other every day, probably. All right, so you salty have Texas with ten wins. Yeah, somebody's got to have heart here. Oh, Ooh, wow! wow. <laughs> Welcome back from vacation. Hey, they're salty. She's back. She's back. <laughs> All right, justify your ten wins. You're obviously seeing the improvement. You're expecting. The improvement on offense. I expect if we can't have week-to-week improvement, you'd think we'd at least have year-to-year improvement. So I think we win games that we should have won last year, and that I think easily pushes us us to ten wins. Okay, all right, and that's that's fair. plausible. Yeah, and if like I said, they get on a roll early, watch out because this this schedule is favorable. Is favorable late. You get West Virginia at home. You get you know Kansas back there and. I mean, after OU, it's Baylor at home at Oklahoma State, which has got some holes to fill. West Virginia at home at Tech. Cliff would have been fired if if Texas would have held on to that 10-point lead last year. Iowa State at home 
Kansas on the road. Man. Favorable. Just saying. That 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 that, that Maryland game is so crucial. So crucial to the expectations of the season. And I think Texas wins that game because their defense is going to be that much better. You said it. I mean, it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Or if the Texas offense turns the ball over, right. that thing, is that to me, that's the only way they lose that game. Yeah. But good heavens, they had a 10-point lead on Tech at home. Just saying. All right. There we go. All kinds of stuff. That we didn't spend nearly the time we should have <laughs> on the fact that uh, Nick Foles led the NFL oh merchandise goodness. sales from March to May. It's because we have some other things to handle Not today. Nearly it's been a crazy career. Around. If any of y'all know my career path, it doesn't make sense. Darn right. Uh, and the, the leaderboard at the uh, British Open, Zach Johnson now atop the leaderboard. Tiger Woods uh, wrapping things up. Uh, we'll be back on Monday to tell you all about it. Great week. Thanks to everybody who made it happen. Thanks to Goose and all of our great guests. Thanks to Salty and in the immortal words of our brother from another mother, Sean Adams. The dream is free. The hustle sold separately. Go to work. Peace. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.